0: Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. God bless Mommy and Daddy, Francine and Georgina, and my grandpa in heaven. See, I'm a good girl. God is great. God is good. Let me thank Him for my food. I said that every day of my life growing up. Back then, before I was Forbes Riley, I was Francine, and my sister's name was Georgina. My parents have both passed away. My grandparents have both passed away. I said my prayers every day. Only I don't know if I really understood what it meant. Did I have a direct line to God? If I get on my knees, can we talk louder? Is that the deal? Do I have to come to a building to have a conversation, or can I have it anywhere, anytime? As I grew up, I discovered a couple of things. Unfortunately, the prayers went, God bless, Francine and Georgie and Grandma Grandpa in heaven, and my mom and dad in heaven, and Peave and Sophie, my dog who's named Pet Peave in heaven, and Billy May is in heaven, and my beautiful best friend, Frances, who passed away of an asthma attack on her, front, her son's front lawn trying to get someone's attention. And Jack Lane, who's in heaven, who I spent eight years with on TV selling a billion dollars worth of juicers. And a beautiful little boy that I raised from South Central, who is a little darker than everybody in this room. I met Dex when he was eight years old. I raised him, I told that little boy anything was possible. And I'm not kidding, because I came from nothing. And look where I am. And he said, oh, but you're white. Huh. I said, oh, but you're a boy. You know, I think it's so easy being a girl and I loved on him and went on every vacation with him, 12 years of our life together. That little boy was on his way, no gangs, no drugs, no kids, but he still had a mom, a biological mom in South Central Los Angeles. July 21st, six months after I gave birth to twins, two seven pound babies, pushed them out at 42. Dexter was walking from a haircut to church on a Sunday morning, only he was wearing blue. I was not the color of the gang that wanted to kill somebody wearing blue. And a kid walked up behind my Dexter and unloaded an entire clip into his back, ten bullets for no reason at all other than he was wearing blue. That would be very unfortunate for you in the back you're wearing blue. Or you're wearing blue. Or you're wearing blue. Or you're wearing blue. All of you are wearing blue. It was Dexter's day to go home. Dexter in heaven. I had another dear friend who was a pharmacist in Long Beach Hospital. Guy walks in, Hugo Bustamante is my dear friend's name from Peru, guy walks in, disgruntled whatever, shoots Hugo in the face, shoots another guy in the face and kills himself. Hugo is a, a dad of a four year old and a 10 year old. Wrong place, wrong time, or is it time to go home? John Belier, dear friend of mine in Africa, is on vacation with his family, he lived there. A Couple of marauders come in to shoot up the entire camp. On the way out, they turn around and they just fire one bullet into John in front of his kids. I am the survivor of three close, intimate friends being killed by gunfire. And then it got worse. That's not fair, right? How can one little girl go through all that shit after she lost both of her parents and her dogs and her best friend? Well, I'll tell you what's funny about all of this. The entire time that was all happening, I heard little whispers. Because I had that little main line, Dear God, God is great, God is good. Let me thank you for my food. I'm down here. And I've had that whisper in my ear. Anyone else have the whisper? Do you. I know you're little. Do you hear it when you ask questions? You can't hear it yet. I'll tell you what, when you get very quiet and you do your prayers, wait for an answer. And you will hear something. And it's very quiet sometimes, it's very loud sometimes. I've heard God go, really, really, that's what you're doing? Sorry, just kidding, I was kidding about that one. We take it down a notch, I'm sorry. And yeah, do I hear it? I absolutely hear it. Here's when I hear it, so I thanked all the people who have passed on in my life, right? Who have moved on, but are you somebody who's actually noticing all the miracles that are happening in your life every you ever take this but this here, Because I do. I notice the miracles every day. I have to. Otherwise, I don't want to get out of bed. And I'll bet you don't notice the little miracles. You just look and think that's life. I'm thinking about somebody, the phone rings. That's a miracle, that counts. I'll tell you a miracle. I'm in a brand new Lexus SUV. I am driving, I'm so excited. I got my first new car ever. I grew up without any money. So everything I've had, I've worked for, I've created. And this is crazy, and I've got two babies. I'm 42 years old. My daughter's in the back seat and I'm just sitting there light, like, just like singing to a song. Have done that? Just really kind of happy. And as I do that, I hear, and I'm like, what? And as I turn around, out of her mouth is bam! Throw up all over my brand new car. You had to have yogurt with blueberries. <laughs> and raspberries. It's like an American flag all over my new floor. As I turn to look at her, I see the car next to me, also an SUV with some kids playing around, kids about your age playing around, and I'm about to say what you know. Oh, really, really out. She's one and a half, it's not really her fault, but I am, Oh, Just long enough to miss the light turning green. I look back, I see them, they step on the gas, bam! Just as a semi took out the entire car in front of my car. I didn't move for a very long time. I am here because my daughter threw up all over my Lexus. I am very happy, God, that she threw up all over my Lexus. I love you so freaking much, or I wouldn't be here. And I remember sitting there just going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, thank you, thank you. And then it got worse. Really? 9-11 comes. You know, I just lost both my parents. They were 40 years old. I'm cleaning up the house I grew up in. I, on the, on the other hand, who here is on a roller coaster ride up and down? Anybody here on a roller coaster ride up and down? Anybody going through life kind of boring? You just on a straight and narrow? Yeah, because you're young. How old are you? 13. Oh, God bless you. I have underwear older than you. Can you say that in a sermon? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just a joke. It's a, it's a silly joke. I don't. I'm very excited about you, but I'm 61. I hope you live that long and have as good a life as I have, but I'll tell you what, when you got the high highs, what do you get? You get the low lows. And if you got some really lows, you better be expecting some amazing stuff to happen, and it's happened for me. Amazing stuff. I am in love. I have two beautiful 18-year-olds. Life is amazing. I'm standing here, and you're sitting there. This is good, right? But I think I had to pay a price for that. The price of admission is I had to have stories to talk about. I had to have moments where God said, you know what? And you bail at any one of these, and you don't get to be you. You bail at any one. You call me a name and you're out. And I didn't. And every time it got worse, I said, thank you. Thank you for calling somebody home. Thank you for making it painless. I thank you for whatever seemed appropriate at the moment. Because very often it doesn't work out for you and you start bitching, you start yelling and screaming, going, no, why me? Let me tell you something, why not you? Why not you? Who's it supposed to happen, him, her? Maybe we don't like him, let's make it happen to him. Why not you? Why not get that life lesson? Why not learn to fail really big? I talked to a woman today, because I coach all the time, so I'm afraid to fail and I'm afraid to succeed. I said, well, we have a happy nothing life. (laughs) What does that mean, I'm afraid to fail, afraid to succeed? Fail, because once you fail, you know what to do next. Oh, man, that word. Because otherwise, as all of you would be, anybody here still crawling on their knees every day? Nobody in the back say a word. I can only do that in this church, right? That's kind of cool. What I'm talking about, though, is if you guys were all toddlers, we're all toddlers at one point. Even my little 13-year-old. How is it you were walking? How did, do you remember what you did? Do you know how many times you got up and fell over, hit your head, hit your knee? And mom was like, "I don't know, figure it out. I don't know how I did it. And you, I'm sure you'll figure it out." At no point as a little kid do you go, "Mom, this is. I can't do this. I'm just going to crawl. I'm like so tired. Like my head hurts, my knee hurts. This is hard." But as adults, you do that all over the place. I don't know. I don't. What happens if you did know? What happens if you actually didn't know but prayed that you could know? You don't need all the answers but you need to stop saying, I don't know. It closes every door of possibility. God is like, oh my God, they're playing small again. I mean, God doesn't say, oh my God. He says, oh me. <laughs> oh me, oh me. But if you wanna live a bigger life, you gotta play a bigger game. Say that again, if you wanna live a bigger life, you gotta play a bigger game. Williams Williamson said that. She said, we're not, it's not the, the dark that frightens us, it's the light. It's the bigness that we could be that scares us. Who am I, am I that important to be holding a microphone today, to be talking? Who am I? I'm you, I'm him, I'm it, we're all the same. I do think though that I've been through a fair enough that I get to have a little moment at the microphone to freak you guys out where you're all going, my life's pretty good. Right, everybody's saying that right now? Yeah, I haven't had a lot of friends shot and killed. This is good. I still have my dog, still have my youth. We'd like that back. Trade you any day. So, oh yeah, this is pretty good. And she said, wait, it gets worse? Yes, 9-11. I clean up my parents' house. I get dropped off at LaGuardia Airport in New York. Now, on the good side, I had just created the X Games. Anyone here ever see the X Games for ESPN? Yo, yo, 1995, me and Stuart Scott started that. Thank you very much, give it up. I don't look like an ESPN girl, right? But I've created some amazing things. And so I'm going from New York to Washington DC back home to California. Only the days didn't line up. So it's September 10th, it's raining. My sister drops me off. Said bye, see you later, whenever. I get in there and the woman says to me, where are you sleeping tonight? I thought, excuse me. I didn't say that. I was actually really tired from burying my parents. I'm like, I don't care. And she said, well, you're gonna get into Washington. Your flight doesn't leave till tomorrow. I said, well, it's okay. She said, no, 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 you're first class. Why don't I just reroute you through Denver? I'm like, okay, fine. Now it's funny. Sometimes time slows down. I remember sitting in that first class seat, which is really cool, watching Dr. Doolittle 2, strange. And the cockpit door was open, the last time you will ever see that again in your lifetime. And it was a female co-pilot, I was really excited by her. Anyway, we land in Denver, I finally get home, I wake up the next morning and my sister's like, turn on the news, and the phone went dead, she's in New York. My brother-in-law's a firehouse, quarter mile north of the World Trade Center. I don't know, in minutes from that call, the entire building, number two, will come down on the top of the fire truck, killing everyone I went to high school with. Except, by the grace of God, my brother in law slept in that morning. He, not by choice, he was off work. Now, let me tell you something. Having to deal with what he dealt with may, in fact, have been worse. I don't know the name of the woman who saved my life. I don't know who she is. But I'm pretty damn grateful that somebody whispered in the ear of her, of me, I'm gonna take you in a different direction because nobody on that flight arrived. Nobody. And then finally, October 1st, and this one is coming up. You're like, man, this is a lot of stuff that she's going through, really, right? I'll tell you what, it's okay. I'm big enough to handle it. I don't want any more though, just kidding. I got it, I'm good, really good. Having these strange conversations with him. It's weird when you're out loud in the grocery store and you're talking, man, she's a weird one. I'm like, I know. October 1st, I had walked up to Grant Cardone, everybody knows who he is, kind of a big guy. I teach this in my trainings, I teach a pitch class on how to get what you want. I'm tired of looking at you guys and not allowing you to get what you want. And I walked up to him, and I didn't say who I am, I said, except that i am looked, I've grossed two and a half billion dollars on infomercials, I think you need one, want my help? Amen. That was enough to get invited to a really cool party. <laughs> Got to the party, he and Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, i like, hey, we're going downstairs to play poker, you wanna do that? I said, no, I'm taking my beautiful, soon to be husband walking out on that balcony to take some photos. We walk out, Sunset Strip, Mandalay Bay. A minute and a half later, pop, 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 pop. What's going on? Where's the fireworks? There were no fireworks. There was a guy 10 floors below there killing the people that I was videotaping at a country music concert. Really, really? And then I heard him say, yeah, you're in the middle of this right now. Turn on Facebook Live and talk about what's going on because no one else is doing this. I need you. Okay, all right, I almost died because of how stressful and traumatic that was, but I, I'm here. And so, you know, there's a song, I just wanna take a moment because we all are waiting. You're waiting for something? Stop waiting, it's right here. Whatever it is that you want. The miracle that you're looking for is right here. You're in the room right now because you're bigger than you imagined, and I'm gonna give you permission to play bigger. we want permission? Done, yo, hey, amen, there you go, you got it, okay? Because I'll tell you what, if you graduated first grade, you're in deep trouble. Anybody here graduate first grade? Because by the time you're in first grade, especially you, you've heard the word no how many times? Ever heard a no? When's the last time you got a no? You asked somebody for something? What'd you have? Yeah, you do. Don't say I don't know. You're gonna start at 13, I'm gonna get all over you. Mommy, can I have a cookie before dinner? No, Mom, can I stay out late? No, Mom, no, 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 can I go to the ba-? No. You hear it in school, you hear it at home. You are conditioned and trained like a little dog response, you're trained to ask ask and get a no and you're like, oh, I guess I can't do that either. It surprises you when you, oh, I can do that, yeah, that's cool, all right, wow. I'm gonna give you permission to be extraordinary, to see the miracles and everything. So I rented a car when I came here, my fiance and I have been hanging out in Costa Rica and you need a big Jeep or something, and so I thought, I want a big Jeep, that'd be so cool. So I'm out here and just as I said that, because I manifest things all the time, manifesting is part of my religion. And actually God said that, and I will find that quote in just a second, where he actually said that I'm going to show you that it's right here anytime that you want it. You don't always see it, but it's here. And so I go online, and bam, there's a Jeep available for the same price as a regular car. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm going to rent the Jeep. But then it's a funny thing. So I get out to, the, to where they're pulling up cars, and I had a funny vibe. don't know why that is. Girl gets in her big silver jeep, big cute red jeep, pulls up, and there's two guys, two Mexican guys, really lovely, I've lived in Mexico, we're just chatting, I'm loving, and they're gonna get in their car, and the guy walks in, he's like, "We don't have any more real jeeps, no more Wranglers, we have like a little SUV thing, I'm like, oh. And in my head, I'm hearing, I really want the red one for me and my kids That have, we, we deserve to have some time together. And this was kind of the big surprise. I didn't say it out loud, but the guy next to me heard it. And he literally looked at me and said, would you like the red jeep? He said, we'll take anything. Like, did you hear what I just said? I had a little conversation, right, like telephone? He said, yeah, no problem. And then, of course, if he had generosity, just like Steven said, you know what happened? A big white jeep pulled up, and then he got in his Wrangler, too. All right, I get in, I'm gonna play the song that was playing, I've never heard this song before. Now, one more little thing before you play it. I hadn't gotten a really amazing car, because I hadn't, anybody here to say that they don't deserve something? Like, you don't deserve who am, am I, worthy of God's love? Am I worthy of being special? Am I worthy of whatever? And I have a hard time doing that my whole life because of my background. I'm getting it slowly, but I'm getting that God wants me to know this because it's hard to pour from a cup that's not really full in this case, right? I'm in a little red Jeep today, and I went and I got my kids who have got COVID, both my twins, staying in a hotel, and I bought a big thing of groceries and all excited. I get in the car, and see, God doesn't have a burning bush. Anyone hear a burning bush? No, no. You get on your knees, that's kind of cool, but every day, you know what he does? I hear him through you, through you, I hear him through and you, listen. That is his communication. Or are you hearing it through me? Guy walks up, and he says, that's a really cool car. And I'm thinking, oh, should I tell him this? Around? I said, like, thank you. Then the other guy said, and I will tell you, it is a main line from somebody who loves me. He, this, this guy had no idea what he said. He's like, you deserve that car. You look really good in it, and you deserve to have that car. And I'm like... Did you just possess him? Because I know that's what you wanted me to hear. And I heard it. And so this is the song that was playing when I got in the car, and I cannot get it out of my head. Would you play that for me? Just take a moment, enjoy it. And make it nice Maybe fun. midnight or on, never early, never late. He gon' stand by what he claimed, Live enough life to save. I heard your heart, I see your Seeds again That's what I like, a heart-pumping church. Now you're awake, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's the little miracles that you're seeing? Where's the whisper in your ears? So I'm gonna check my notes, I got all excited about doing this sermon. You know, one of the things I'm gonna ask you to take a look at before I leave is I created a a fitness product, something that I believed in, that I have paid a very heavy price for. I have paid a price for people making fun, not thinking it's possible that I could do it, who would I be? And I will tell you on the day that I sold 64,000 of these in 24 hours, I got a check for 1.2 million dollars. I realized that all the pain, the suffering, standing at U.S. Customs, almost <laughs> losing my entire, everything, was worth it. I know you're a fan of it. Would you mind doing this, because I'm holding okay. the mic? Sherry, welcome. To my dear friends who showed up. It's real easy, it's already wound up. And I will tell you what, it may not look like much. I like to hold mine here's a gift for you too I'll tell you what it's a pretty amazing little product that I will stay afterwards and play with you guys because as somebody who's lived as much as I have I've learned that you gotta look good to feel good you gotta look good to feel good you take off your clothes and you look in the mirror and it's just you and you know what I I coined the phrase sexy do you look sexy you know what sexy means? Seeing excellence in yourself. Don't kid yourself, I, uh, I don't need anybody else looking in the mirror. Seeing excellence in you. And excellence in the little bit of wiggly jiggly here because I pushed out twins. Thank you God, I will deal with that. Seeing excellence in yourself. I earn the wrinkles, the laugh lines, and if I really don't want them, I earn the $400 to get Botox, it's okay. Whatever your pleasure is, whatever works for you. You know, it's a funny thing about looking good to feel good. I was a very, very ugly little girl. And I appreciate y'all just went, oh, she's kidding. No, and I don't have the slide here. I'm sorry, are you still doing that? That's so cute. <laughs> Hi, I you. oh, you're getting all sweaty. You're looking good. Have a little seat for a second. We'll, use the, we'll do the demo later. <laughs> so here I am, little kid. I get hit in the face with a baseball bat. My nose grows really crooked. I have a really weird palette. I'm eight years old, eight. And they put me in braces for eight years. And then they put a tongue stretcher in there. A little ugly fat girl with big frizzy hair. Really, could it get any worse? Oh yes, we're gonna make you really smart. So now you don't even enjoy talking to people your own age. I'm doing linguistics at age seven, second grade. Seven, seven years old. I'm doing linguistics. Really? First grade I got invited to my teacher's wedding. Name some first grader that does that. By the time I'm eight years old, I'm already making my first computer with my dad. You're weird. Oh, and actually I come from New York, so it's like, you're really fucking weird. (laughs) What wouldn't supposed to say in this church, okay? You're really weird. But that, I grew up my whole life like that. Very ugly, very lonely. And I don't think I noticed how lonely I was because I was alone. I saw other people, but since I didn't relate to them, I didn't talk to them, I didn't wanna be around them. Didn't have sleepovers. And spent a lot of my time dreaming so my question to you is, what are you dreaming about? Do you dream big enough? Is it your right to dream big enough? You know, for years I worked, I worked with Billy, uh, Billy Bikes. Big sign, walk with faith, not sight. Don't understand what it means, walk with faith. And I'm punched and I'm kicking. I got mugged. And that's one reason I ended up in self-defense class. Should have taken the self-defense class before. Walk with faith. That had haunted me for years until I got it. Until I got what it meant to quiet all the outside noise and all the world and all the people's opinions and just trust that you and him have a conversation and have a bond and that's all you need. It's your gut instinct. Stop turning to your girlfriend or boyfriend or or moaning or talking or chit-chatting or tattletailing, whatever it is we all do. Get quiet and listen. And then speak about your dream. Now, I'm so crazy about this, we call it Forbesing it. It happens to be my first name, it's Forbes, right? But if you have a dream and somebody, it's so big, some people say, oh, no, you can't do that. And then you do it, we say, you Forbes did. What have you Forbes lately? I have Forbes going to college, no one else in my family ever did that. I have Forbes finding a guy The by the way, I know you got little pens and phones, you should write this down. Not only my name and find me on Instagram, but I got I homework for you guys, because I'm coming back, even if it's virtually. Even his virtually, man, I got, I'm here. Look up Joshua Self, S-E-L-F. <laughs> I'll tell you why. He's the man who loves me, and I love him. It's been five years. Most beautiful physical fitness specimen you have ever seen. No, not kidding. I actually tell people, if you don't say, wow well, when I show you a picture, I'll give you 100 bucks. You might want to go to his Instagram. I know that sounds silly, right? Do me a favor, just for the heck of it. Would you go to Instagram on there? We need him to win Mr. Olympia. Well, here's the thing. On October 6th, he's going for Mr. Olympia. Here's how close God and I are, and I should be really careful. I have a big thing to listen to this statement if you want to write it down. Life happens for you, not to you. Life happens for you. That means all the bad things you go through, that's part of the bad. That's good that happened for you, not to you. January 2nd of last year. Anybody remember last year? Kind of COVID, kind of weird, kind of quarantining? Ha, ha, ha. You guys are crazy silly. See, so this man on January 2nd, just driving to Star Wars in his bike and motorcycle. Kid comes out, bam! Shattered his foot, his ribs, everything. He goes flying, ends up in a coma. He's completely unconscious when he gets the, to the hospital. I don't know if he's gonna live or die and I'm two hours away, or it's two hours of my entire life. And I get there and he's not paralyzed and he's not dead, which is good because I've had other people I've shown up and that was not the case. He was hurt, but he was alive. He went through surgery. I see you. all the things he did, came out of it and he couldn't walk, hang on to this one second, for six months, lost all of that muscle tone. He's a skinny scrawny, and on his Facebook you can see skinny scrawny, not that that's bad, but it's not him. He gets up out of the chair and says, take a picture of me, I'm like, why? He said, because this is my before photo. I said, why? He said, because on October 6th, huh, that's the, be- <laughs> yeah, on October 6th, now that's a before photo, then he got into his accident, he says, I'm going to the gym on crutches, with a cane, with, with, in pain. And a year has gone by, and he's a vegetarian. And he went from that to scrawny to this. And I would love you to give him a. He's in Tampa at the moment. You can take that down, because it's hard to think when I'm looking at it. Oh, oh. Church for sinners by sinners, oh yes. yes. You know, Stephen, I said that to somebody. I said, that's the tall guy. And he says, isn't that all churches? I said, the only difference is we admit it. That's a big difference, to not judge other people. So who here, I've got four minutes left. You having a good time? Is this good? Yeah, it's a good start. It's a good start. A little excited, a little nerve-wracking. But here's what I'd like to leave you guys with in the gift. Number one, if you go to free gift from Forbes Riley, there is a gift there, which is kind of cool. But I got a better gift. I spend all my time, whether it's on Clubhouse or things that I teach, getting you to want something. So, Mark, you're in my trainings. What's one thing you want? Well, uh, I run a small company huh? uh, helping inventors with the idea development and in engineering, prototyping, and, and, and referral. Okay, I would like to help my, my clients even more. Good, I want to help my clients even more and I need referrals. What's something that you want, my friend? Money. Okay, so now I'll tell you what, I can do a whole subsection. If you guys ever wanna do a training, that is something that you will not get if that's what you want. Because I don't know, well, no, but hang on, not for the reason that you think. Grubhub, you know, Grubhub is a place to order food. Hi, Grubhub, what do you want? Food, I'm hungry. That's nice, what do you want? Something to eat? What do you want? Well, I I don't want a hamburger. What do you want? So if you say to the angels that are listening to you, I want money, they go, okay, here's a dollar. Is that what you, no, I'm not kidding. Is that what you wanted? But you didn't say that. This is what takes courage. What do you want? Minimum $8,333. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I like that your brain just kicked in, that's nice. Now I would add to that, I would like pass, I wouldn't say minimum, don't give them an option. How old are you? Twenty-five. Yeah, so 8,000 8, is pretty good. C- Oh, oh, happy birthday. And I will give you a gift. Be very specific. Hey, you know what, angels, I want? I want $8,000 passive income. I want to wake up in the morning and see that in my account. I do that. I know that that's possible. That's a crazy way to live. If you don't know what that is, you're not living in the 21st century. I have an 18-year-old daughter who made, literally, as it's now with my coaching company, started in June, now we're at 12 months, $1 million. Day we opened our doors after putting all the work together, 25,000 the first day, and 100,000 the first month. How's that possible? Well, I put 30 people in a room, just like this, right? For $19, I was gonna teach them how to coach, how to pitch. How to pitch your idea, how to articulate out of your mouth the things that you want, that's my business. I do infomercials, I'm really good at this talking thing to get money out of people. So out of the 30 people, I had a $997 training, and 25 of them said yes. The next morning, 25k was in the account, and I'm looking at her, going, "How do we just do? It. How do we do it again?" And we did. And every week we do it. And I'm teaching live, hundred thousand the first month. Every month, you're like, "But Kim, you're having to graduate high school, and she'd already made six hundred thousand dollars." Like, "Ow, ow, is this legal? This is so cool!" Huh? But there's, she just said she wanted it. She figured out systems and processes, and she asked for it very specifically, like you did the second time. So now I'm going to ask all of you to do me a favor. Think about something. If you think it, and it can come true, and I think that is in some scripture somewhere I'm not quoting at the moment, that that is your right. Ask God, God, can I have this? By the way, does God think you're a bad person if you want a Rolls Royce? You said no because I'm here. I'm going to tell you. I have a feeling a couple of you are like, yeah, well, you know, that's not really fair. Think about it. Yes. Yeah, thank you very much. I just called you guys out on that shit, didn't I? Thank you very much. You should go, oh, yeah, they're lucky. We're, no, that is hard work, or they have a re- here's the best part, if they had a really rich dad, they have a really bad life, because they don't know what their purpose is. <laughs> that's not true, uh, but I also used to think people who are five foot 10 and gorgeous, they're also stupid, because God can't give all of them the gifts. <laughs> Again, I have a lot of fun with God, I really do, but I have a very powerful, deep connection, and I'm very, I'm very clear that it doesn't fit everybody else's paradigm. I love the Bible. Uh, in, in college, I went on a thesis journey to discover the word salvation through the Bible. Had to read it a couple of times. Did very well on it. When I go back and I look at some of the songs, like God rolling up his sleeves, that's in the Bible. It's to every season, turn, turn. That's in the Bible. This is a crazy book. I like it. But I don't think that God just lives in a church. I think God lives at Doubletree. Tree. <laughs> and so what I would like you to do is, number one, follow me on social media. My name is Forbes Riley. But take a moment, because here's what I'm gonna have of my own little connection and I want you to enjoy it too. One thing you would like. One thing you would like that if I gave it to you or he gave it to you, whoever gave it to you, you would know that you got it. When you get $8,333, which my friend, I did the same thing you just joking about. I said to my husband, my ex-husband, we wanted to go to Africa. He was so excited to take me to Africa. He lived there after college. I'm like, dude, how much do we need? He's like, hey, oh, you need $10,000 in six weeks. Sounds good, $10,000? Oh, man. Within days, I go to an audition for a a commercial, a Charles Schwab commercial. You know what it paid? $10,000. Out of nowhere or out of my request? If you think at all that it can't happen, it won't. Let me tell you something, look at this. Gravity. I don't believe in it, but it works. Miracles, I don't believe in them, but they work all the time. All the time. Just stop and look and remember that everywhere you look. So I'm going to give you guys this gift. And you're going to play with me. Put all your books down. Put everything down. Get your feet on the floor very comfortable. And you're going to get ready to play my last song. Am I correct, my darling? Not yet. when I ask you to, hang on. So the gift is that you're going to get something, whatever that thing that you want. One thing. That if you had it handed to you, and I don't really, I would like it to be outrageous. Then we'll know what happened. My big red Jeep. I can't tell you. It's a little dream, but it's a good one. So it was an all expense paid trip to Dubai that just happened for two. Where'd that come from, okay? So here's the deal. My dad and I were really close. 20 some odd years ago. One day I wake up, my mom's got cancer. I don't know where that came from except that she smoked a pack a day. Within weeks my dad gets diagnosed with cancer. He was also smoking. His was no filter and I remember he thought that was so cool. Wait, did the government lie to us? Smoking kills so people shouldn't smoke? He looked at me one day and said, I'm going to die, are I? am like, "Nope, I'm not going to die because dads don't die. I don't know anybody who's died, and you're not going anywhere. I can't even imagine what the world would look like without you. In the hospital goes from 1999 to 2000, watching the ball follies in New York City. And uh, we had a crazy, wonderful relationship. See this tape kind of here while we're walking around the, the hospital? There's all these cords they're remodeling. He's got his little IV, they make you walk around with a little thing with no (laughs) butt. And I was kidding him about that. And he said, kiddo, because you know, you, you jump all the time, you jump. And there's a quote that I am looking for. Let me just find this little quote. And I'm thinking, you, you jump all the time, but I have never done that. He had a garage full of inventions that will never see the light of day. He was scared people were gonna find out his inventions, so he never told people about them. If you don't tell people about them, you will die with your inventions inside your head, which is not where you want them to be. And I will tell you, the quote that I was loving is, don't just aspire to make a living, aspire to make a difference. And that is what he basically said to me. He said, kiddo, I'm gonna jump. And I'm like, what do you mean? He took his little IV, put it on the other side of all these cords, and he jumped out of nowhere. And he fell on the floor, and people come running, going around, and he's laughing, and he said, kiddo, Make a difference, because I know you can. Really, Dad, that's, we're really? He said, just jump. It's what you've always done, and I never, ever, ever really did it. Next day, he was gone. It was at the words through God that I needed to hear, because it's inspired me for the last 20 some odd years to jump, to go. So the gift now is you're all gonna stand up. Everybody's going to stand up. Take a big breath. Stephen, do this as well. We all deserve to do this. Everybody with the mic here, put your camera down. Doesn't It's a good shot, so hang on. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of that one thing that if you got it, you would know. Put your hands on your heart. Having me a little prayer. is say, dear God, but to yourself, this is what I want next. I don't even want you to bargain. You don't have to say, I'm going to do this. This is what I want next. And if you're smart, it's because you're serving. This is what I want next. Make sure you got it in your heart really big. And because of my dad and all the spirits of people, what I'm feeling, whether it is Jacqueline or Billy Mays or, or Jesus or all the other things that are around us, the people who hold us dear, who are just in a different plane, but they're here with us in our hearts, they're not here so that you can make your leap forward. But here's a little magic secret sauce. I'm going to say three, two, one, you're going to say jump. Only you're going to say jump so loud that they call the fire department or the roof pops off. No, you think I'm kidding, just watch for this. That loud... Because God's got got a lot of things to do. He's really busy. We're going to get his attention so that he listens to all of these prayers. It's so funny. I watched Bruce Almighty last night with Jim Carrey. If you've never heard, all the prayers come in and the thousands of prayers come in. And at one point, he just typed, yes. I'm envisioning that God's really busy. And so tonight, he's going to go, yes, whatever it is. But be specific that when you get it, we will know. I'm going to whisper it. And in a moment, we're gonna scream jump. You think I'm kidding, I'm gonna move the microphone here, I'm gonna blow out their speakers. Because what I wanted, dear God, one more time, in your name, whatever's in my heart right now will in fact come true because that is how it works. I will ask and be received and be given whatever it is because I am a child of yours and I'm gonna do with it amazing things. I'm gonna love one more people because of what you're gifting me. You're gonna give me a sense of freedom whether it is money or love or a new car, whatever it is and here to serve the greater good. It's okay if I'm selfish and just a child because that's how you made me. No apology. Are you ready? And as soon as I say jump, you're gonna turn that music on, deal? So here we go. Three, two, one, jump! listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to one 305 Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church podcast.